Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another Steelers preview podcast, another week where we are reminded that the Steelers are not going to be playing this weekend, but no one's going to be playing this weekend, so that's not that bad. It's the off week between, I guess this would be the Pro Bowl week, wouldn't it be? I think they're doing some stupid Madden game. I don't know. Um, but anyways, I'm Jeff Hartman, the co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for Hey, the Steelers preview has been running for a long time. And joining me as always, Dave Schofield, the other co-editor. What's up, Dave? How are you? Um, doing all right. Trying to stay warm. It's it's freezing and windy here. It's crazy. It's cold. Yeah, absolutely. And the podcast producer at Behind the Steel Curtain, Brian Anthony Davis. What's up, Brian? Sup. Sup. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's great to be here um, with my friends. One of my favorite nights of the week. Um, I, I love hanging out with you guys and uh, talking Stillers and seeing all these people just uh, showing up. It's the off season and lots of people care about our black and gold. Love it. Absolutely. The diehards never leave no matter what, even though like, you know, you, you'll see some fair weather fans. That's fine. We know we have some diehards always here in our live chat as we record this live on Thursday night. So Thursday, a lot of news broke. Okay. And before we get to the art Rooney stuff, we will, don't worry. I think we had some news from the past week that we haven't discussed. It's been discussed on other shows, but we have not discussed it. Some of those were the Steelers finally started to make some hires within their coaching ranks. They made it official that Matt Canada is the offensive coordinator. Fernando, uh, what's his last name? Is it Roberts? Roberts. Alfredo. Just, Alfredo. Alfredo. It's Alfredo. I <laughs> Yeah, you've got a fat guy here that loves fettuccine Alfredo. He's not forgetting that name. I don't, I don't know if Jeff was thinking um, ABBA instead no. of noodles. I don't know you what know it what was. I was thinking of. I was thinking of the scene in, in Elf where he's Francisco. Francisco. That's what I say. <laughs> so it's Alfredo. Alfredo. <laughs> Yeah. It's not Fettuccine was- Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> Alfredo. And <laughs> he's a new tight ends coach, former player for the Cowboys. He actually uh, coached at a bunch of different teams, tight ends. He did was with the Colts for a while, was with the Chargers. And then today, uh, Thursday, it was announced that Eddie Faulkner was given a two-year extension or new contract. And I'll tell you what, people on Twitter were not happy with that. The Steelers are the worst running team in the NFL. What are you giving the running backs coach money for? This is stupid. Well, I'm not called that <laughs> as soon as we well, shared that. Yeah, like <laughs> you well, did. The, the thing is, too, though, is look at what's happened. Okay. They didn't bring back Surrett. They extend Faulkner. Clearly, they, they, they're saying that the issue was not the running backs, it was the people opening the holes. But let's also not forget that Canada and Faulkner have a long history together. Uh, they've been together at, at a bunch of different spots, most recently at NC State, and that was when Jalen Samuels was on the team. So, guys, out of the news right there before we get into the Rooney stuff, anything, you know, pique your interest? We'll start with you, Brian. Well, um, one thing that uh, you did not mention that I do want to bring up is apparently the uh, Steelers are talking to uh, a potential quarterbacks coach, and he's also – knows a lot about quarterbacking and hockey. If they're bringing over Mike Sullivan from the Penguins, I think that, I mean, the Penguins head coach is going to coach the quarterbacks. That's amazing. The very talented individual, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what, as far as these, these hirings are to me, I mean, offensive coordinator is the big deal to me. Defensive coordinator, even though they're not hiring one, that's the big deal to me. Offensive line coach. That means a lot too, to me, but when you're talking about a running backs coach, or a tight ends coach, 
it's something that I believe Jeff, I think you said this on, on let's ride. Um, if not, Dave said it, somebody said it in one of the many podcasts I've listened to this week from BTSC on anywhere that you download your favorite podcast. Um, but really what, what one of you said was the fact that it's kind of the rapport you were talking about Ike Hilliard be, I think it was you, Jeff, Ike Hilliard being a young guy and rapport with the young receivers. Um, I kind of think it's that way with a running backs coach, with a tight ends coach. It's more of a guiding light than a coach because they're following a scheme. And I think that's more important than anything. I think the scheme is the most important thing um, that you're looking at here. I don't care if they were the 31st ranked running team or the 32nd ranked running team. Somebody on our Slack chat channel put the fact that Back in 2003, they were one of the worst running teams. They made a change. Um, they they brought in an aging Deuce Staley, and they brought back uh, Marvell Smith, and all of a sudden, they're number two in the league. They went back to the run. So, you know, there's just so many things to look at here. I think it's good to have the right fit to kind of guide the players, and that's all I look at here. Eddie Faulkner, I don't care. This is the same guy that was here before, and, and they ran well. Yeah, that's a good point. Dave, what about you? Anything that uh, kind of caught your eye? I'm still waiting. You know me. I'm the O-line guy. I'm waiting for the O-line coach. Um, I Like I said, I just want to see a difference in philosophy at that position. I just felt like the Steelers, um, the way they run block and they don't fire off the line, I don't think that's – I don't think that's a, a player issue. I think that was a philosophy issue and not a – Maybe it was a player issue and they just didn't do it, but uh, I just kind of want to see something different there. Well, they still have some quarterback. I'm sorry, no, they still have some coaching vacancies to fill. Number one, they still have a quarterback coach, which the Steelers have said, or at least reports have said, that they are going to fill that role. It's not going to be a Randy Feetner 2018 where he was hired as the offensive coordinator, and you're also going to absorb the duties of the quarterback's coach. Supposedly, they're bringing in a quarterback's coach. It's not going to be Matt Canada to do that. They still have to fill out the DB coach. That was Tom Bradley, who was not, he did not have a contract extended to him. Therefore, they have to fill that role. Um, Terrell Do Austin. They? What? Do they? Well, it depends on Terrell Austin, who interviewed, who interviewed for the Tennessee Titans defensive coordinator position. They have not made a hire yet that I've read. So if he gets hired there, then they definitely need some type of secondary coach. And, you know, you, at the same time, though, like you said, offensive line. They still haven't filled the offensive line. They still have four coaching uh, vacancies to fill, and that could be even more if, say, Terrell Austin gets hired away and they want to bring in a veteran coach to do his job, which was as a, an assistant and to help with the secondary. Tom Bradley was just the secondary coach. So they still have a lot of they still have a lot of work to do. We'll put it that way. But let's get into the the meat of this podcast, and that is the headline, and that is Art Rooney. Art Rooney II, I swear, it's literally like he, I think sometimes he goes into his office and he has a calendar on the wall. He blindfolds himself, throws a dart, and if it lands on a day, he's like, oh, I'm speaking to the media then. And he doesn't tell anybody. Because next thing you know, you're just sitting there at work or sitting at home and you're flipping through Twitter and all of a sudden, the Jerry Dulac's talking about Art Rooney. Wait, saying what? Next thing you know, here goes Joe Rudder of the Tribune Review. And all these people are like, Oh my gosh, Art Rooney is speaking. He's doing his end of the year uh, reporting, you know, what he always used to have the reporters in his office and they would literally be there face to face talking and answering questions. But he does this every year. And 
everyone is always drawing out the headlines because there's a myriad of headlines that can come out of these interviews. You know, ben Roethlisberger news and running the running the ball and coaching staff and offensive coordinator and blah blah blah. Salary and you, yeah, salary cap. You have websites that are just going, "Oh my gosh, this is articles galore." Um, but still, I constantly think to myself, "He's speaking," but should we even listen? Does it even matter? Is he just not a glorified figurehead that's just blowing smoke? Like, I mean, come on. Like, this is, this is, let's have a legitimate conversation here. We'll talk about what he said in a second. My question for you all is should we even, should we even talk about this stuff? Does this even matter? Brian, go ahead, answer the question. Well, you know, uh, I like the title. Should we even listen? Because we probably, I mean, we're going to listen. We have no choice, but. Should we listen? Yeah, we've got to take everything with a grain of salt. Um, one of my ideas, I was talking to Dave um, off camera. I was like, should the title even be, what does it mean? Because it doesn't mean much of anything. It's You can say, and I know we're going to get to the meat of this, but you can say, oh, yeah, Ben's going to have to pay for less. Now, I play for less. Now, you got to read into that. Are you planning on extending him? Or are you saying, hey, we're going to say this the right way that, if he can't meet what we need, then we're going to have to let him go. So are you starting the uh, trail to get him out the door? So as far as being the figurehead, you know, I mean, we kind of crave that because we've had Rooney's at the head all this time. We want that voice. We want that patriarch. We want that voice of reason there. Not the guy that, like like you said, he just decided to do uh do a media tour today. Talk to the media. I mean, I guess he was done binge watching Bridgerton, Cobra Kai, and Riverdale season four. And he's like, I guess I'll go ahead and do this. I They're going to have to hear from me someday. But all of this means nothing because I've seen people put in the live chat, oh, Ben's coming back for less money. No, that's just, I mean, that's just what this one man said. But you can say all this, but it's easier said than done. In fact, it's easier said and not possible to do. So John Kuzma just said lip service. Yeah, it was nothing but lip service today. Yeah, I, you kind of get that feeling. Dave, what about you? What were your takes? Well, you know, the standard is the standard. And if you have red, <laughs> red, but don't do it with the broad brush. I mean, that's – we. Come on, how many Mike Tomlin press conferences did we listen to this year, Jeff? And how many times you were like, man, he says an awful lot while saying nothing. And it's that's the standard is the standard. So that's what we're used to hearing. So do you think that you're really going to get anything more from the team president? No, but shockingly, there were some things to read into with some of these things. I know Brian had one specific he's going to talk about later, I know. Mm-hmm. But there's a few things that you can take into this. Now, do you go into this thing saying, oh, my goodness, he's going to outline everything that the Steelers are going, going to do? No. Did I already look into and, and, and plan an article for tomorrow about he says, well, this is something we're going to have to look into when it comes to how they do contracts for this and the salary cap situation. Yeah, well, at least he acknowledged a problem. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be certain things that you're like, at least he acknowledged a little bit of the situation, but you're not really getting definitive answers because that stuff's always going to happen behind closed doors and we're going to be very lucky to find out about it. So Donald Nolan in the live chat says, why are we crapping on Rooney now? Fans are confusing as heck. I'm not crapping on the Roonies. And someone just said, you don't disrespect the Roonies. Look, what I'm saying is 
Art, Art Rooney is a very important figure. Obviously he's the owner of the team. He signs the checks. He is the ultimate. He probably has the last say on a lot of different um, topics, whether it's a draft pick or a free agent signing, or maybe cutting a player. But at the same time, what I'm saying is that everyone right now is going overboard as they always do with some of these comments. And I'm saying maybe it's time we take it with a grain of salt that he is just like Mike Tomlin. He is literally just throwing. Now I do think that he gives nuggets of what the team is going to be focusing on a few years back. He said, we definitely need to run the ball better. And guess what? The next year they ran the ball better. I want to say that was the year that James Conner made the pro bowl. So that was 2018. Uh, was that the year that Connor made the Pro Bowl, had a really good season? I yes. Think. Yes. Yes, it was. That was the year that the Steelers did run the ball pretty well. And it was the year, it was that offseason. He's, we need to run the ball better. Um, so for me, it's it's just, I'm not, I'm not hating on Art Rooney. I guess I'm talking about more of how are we, the fan base, how are we, the people that are putting out content for fans to enjoy, how are we handling his news? And I'm thinking right now, Everyone needs to take it with a grain of salt. Go ahead, Brian. You're going to say something. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, I want to explain the title a little bit more because should fans listen, you know, here's here's the thing about it. I'm glad he came out and spoke because you're right. We got some nuggets. But just like the situation with the TJ Watt, and you explained this on uh, the Let's Ride show on Wednesday, you know, you got to look. There's different sources. There's different things. At least you're getting some stuff from the horse's mouth here. But he can't tell you everything that's going on. He just can't because I mean, I read a uh, I read a detailed um, synopsis of the entire uh, of the entire press conference or his talking to the media, and three or four times someone uh, made him reiterate. So Ben Roethlisberger's gone, right? <laughs> you know, they kept on asking the same question. And they, they kept on throwing that out to him. And he said, well, once again, we're going to have to figure it out, but we've got to figure it out what's best for the team. So everybody's going to read into that. So this is basically choose your own adventure when you're listening to Art Rooney too. I'm glad he spoke. And I think he has a lot of good things that he does say. One of the things Dave foreshadowed that I'm going to talk about later is, you know, it's something that uh, there's definitely some writing on the wall here that you know you could book that's going to happen because he's saying it. He's, but he just can't come out and say definitively, this is happening, this is happening. He, he just can't. Yeah. So, okay, Let with that being said, let's get to some of the what he did say. And we'll say we're trying to focus on those little nuggets that are actual fact and not just him, you know, waxing poetic when he gets the opportunity. Um, and, and, you know, he is not an owner that's like Jerry Jones, where he is in front of a microphone and has his own radio spot once a week. He does not speak hardly at all. Uh, and so this is one thing he does every year when the season ends, he does address the media. So Dave, we'll start with you. What was one aspect of Art Rooney's media session today? We'll call it that, uh, that stood out to you that you wanted to talk about. All right. Well, I'm going to definitely leave the one for Brian. One of the things that I looked at was the comments that he made with Ben Roethlisberger and that, they can't be basically acknowledged. They can't just sit pat with Ben and say, oh, we're just going to play one more year and play this out. That that $41.25 million salary cap hit is something that they're going to have to try to get down. Now, remember, 22.25 of that is money already paid, money already earned, and can't, can't be pushed out. Nothing can be done about that. That's going on the books this season. But it's how they're going to deal with the other $19 million. 
and he said that that um that basically something's going to have to be done here with Bannon. He, he's going to have to work with us and we're going to have to work with him and we're going to have to figure something out. But of course, what was more interesting with than that was then the reports of coming out of what Ben Roethlisberger shared with Ed Bouchette of the Athletic confirmed it all. He confirmed everything that, that, that Mr. Rooney said. He actually told Bouchette, I don't care how much money I make this year. Um, I did that article. It's at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. You can go check and read it, read all about that right now, um, where he said, I, I don't care about the money I make this year, that he's he's here to win. He, he If he's going to be back and play, I mean, what what is it? He's made over, what is it, $250 million over the course of his career That's so far. What what does it matter to him if he makes 19 million or 9 million or, or, well, it's got to be more. I was going to say or 900,000. It can't be that because that's, that's not, not the minimum. Bottom line is they're going to work something out. And I know some people are like, oh, stop kicking the can. Well, guess what? They kicked the can to the 22.25 million this year. Anything that they kick at the 19 is not going to be nearly as much as what it was. And it's very rare that you have a player that leaves that you don't have at least something the next year. Um, that's just kind of, you know, when especially when it comes to a big quarterback like that. So there, I thought that was interesting that, but that wasn't just, I wouldn't have thought nearly as much of it coming from Mr. Rooney, except then you had the Roethlisberger stuff afterwards. So you're expecting a, as Sean Manahan gives us $5 in the tip jar, you're expecting him to to sign and restructure, yes? Well, people keep throwing out the term restructure. Technically, a restructure is taking your existing contract and changing it up without adding it, without any extension to it or anything. I, I guess maybe, I mean, that, I guess that's a pure restructure. So if you're saying that you're going to redo how things are done as part of an extension, yes. I know some people have kind of have thrown out the whole notion of, you know, voidable years. I don't know that the Steelers have ever done that before. I'm trying to look into that and get an article on that for the website here in the next couple of days, what that really means, um, which basically is they don't give you a base salary over those years and, you're, unless you sign an extension, you're gone. Um, but I, I can see a situation where they where they manipulate this around, and he's going to have a base salary in those other years. But if he retires or something, then of course that's not going to be paid to him. I I think you're going to see two more years added onto what he has in order to get that number down. Um, even if he doesn't take a pay cut for this year and still gets paid 19 million, but takes it basically all as as a um, as the signing bonus, if they throw two more years on, that's going to save you close to $12 million of the cap, which for this year would really help. Yes, it would. Here we go. Grayson Brown gives us four ninety nine. He says, AR2, it's Art Rooney II, would shock me if he got Ben to retire. This is the nexus of the decade that could set us back three years uh, or more, I guess, or moves forward for the future. Ben's, I guess, either GTGO is either got, got, to, go to, got or, to go or good to go. <laughs> No. <laughs> could be the one. <laughs> um, so a lot of people still think that you know Ben is is done and they want the team to move on. I'm not saying that I want the team to move on at this point. I'm saying that I think the team should start preparing for the time when he's not around. I think he does still have some good football left in him. I really do. I think that a lot of people think just because the last memory they have is that horrible playoff game, uh, they're just thinking that's what it's going to be. 
I don't necessarily yeah. agree with that. I don't agree. With I that. don't either. But let's get back. Yeah. Go ahead. There's a lot of talk about Ben's got to go. And I'm like, he doesn't got to go. He doesn't got to go. If he wants to go, he can go. But the Steelers then, but eventually it's going to be a point that is he their best option of the options that are out there? I'm sorry. Deshaun Watts is not coming to Pittsburgh. Okay? <laughs> neither is Matthew Stafford. <laughs> neither is Matthew Stafford. I mean, sometimes we we, we got to get ourselves back into reality. The fact that the Steelers did that with Minka Fitzpatrick was a really big deal. But think about it. They didn't give up that much to get him. So that's why it was such a big deal. So to say he has to go, that just kind of drives me nuts. Kind of like people saying a specific name has to be drafted by the Steelers. That drives me nuts too. But let's not go there. I'm sure Brian has something he wants to say about it. Go ahead, Brian. Ben's going to be your college buddy that shows up wearing a robe, wearing out your Netflix account, eating cereal out of a huge salad bowl, and just he's going to stay there until you tell him, get out. So if you try to do one of these magical contracts where you do some fake numbers that say that we'll just get rid of you later, no, he is. if he has a contract, if you try to give him extra years and say, well, make an agreement, he's not going until there's no contract. He is going to manipulate and do what he can. He's going to stick around. Ben is not going to retire. Ben is going to be told, you need to retire. That is what is going to have to happen here. Does Ben, I'm not, no, I'm not advocating that Ben retires now. I still think that there's there's a little bit of a crack in the window. So, I mean, 2021, I, you know he's playing in 2021. But this whole thing, going back to R2, saying that he can't pay for this number, you've got to do cr something creative because that the days of kicking the can down the road have got to end with Ben Roethlisberger because that 41 is going to – you got to pay the piper sometimes. The piper's going to want to get paid, Jeff. Absolutely. And, and Sean Manahan gives us another $5. We appreciate it, Sean. He said if, if TB12, Tom Brady, can play in the Super Bowl at, four, at age 43 – Ben can play till 40. I agree. I agree 100%. Ben will be 39 years old by the time 2021 rolls around. I've got to say this, though, and I've said this on multiple shows, my my Let's Ride podcast as well as this one, that this offseason, because when they were, like, let's say 9-0, and and Roethlisberger was throwing touchdowns, he wasn't turning the ball over, what was everyone talking about? Let's give him an extension. Let's get that number 41 down by giving him an extension. He can still play. He can still quarterback this team for the next few seasons. And then it just it went south. The whole team went south. It wasn't just Roethlisberger. And because of that, now everyone's kind of soured on that. Let's not forget that. And let's also not forget that this will be the first offseason that he's not dealing with rehabbing an elbow, a throwing elbow at that. He's going to be able to actually get himself ready i feel more for this season than he was last season and not to mention you know that I, I can only imagine knock on wood that the covid restrictions will ease a little bit and that he'll be able to do more in the facility with his teammates so we'll see let's not spend this entire first half talking about ben there's other stuff to talk about from what art rooney said brian what's something else you want to bring up all right so if you're reading between the lines, you're looking at the writing on the bathroom wall, well, it doesn't look good for James Conner. And so I'm going to read his quote here. Um, we've already, when talking about the running game, we've already started to make changes to address that. There are more to come. We obviously are going to have some changes on the roster at running back this year with James being a free agent. There's no question. It's something that we have to address. 
Everybody in the building agrees that you can't finish 32nd in the league and running and feel you're going to have a successful season. Translation, James, thanks for your service. It's time to look elsewhere. He's gone. Yeah. I, I To be honest with you, when I looked at and I read this list during my Let's Ride podcast, it'll be running Friday morning. I went down the whole un, un, unrestricted free agent list, and it's a ridiculously long list, by the way. Um, I never thought that that he was coming back ever. I, it's just, even if he played well, I figured, figured he would price himself out of Pittsburgh. And if he didn't play well, they're not going to want him back. Dave, I don't think there's any chance that James Conner's back. You agree or disagree? I mean, the only chance is if he's like literally league minimum, minimum that, and even that's going to be more expensive than, than the guys they have on rookie contracts, if you know what I mean. So I, I would, I'm not going to say it's, completely impossible i would just say it is extremely highly improbable is the way that i would put it you know i'm not saying it's a zero percent chance you know it's your it's your one in a million yeah no i get it chance it's his people are bringing up in the live chat rightfully so that he was running behind a really bad offensive line in terms of run blocking and, and you can't ignore that but at the same time with a with a team that is already bellied up to the salary cap and no one knows what's going to happen with the salary cap. Sure. A couple agents come out and say, I can see the salary cap going up. Well, yeah, of course you're going to say that you're representing players. Uh, what do you, maybe do you have any more insider information? I don't know. Uh, but we don't know what the salary cap is going to do. And if a team's already up against it and it goes down, you're not bringing in hardly any free agents and signing your own. If they're getting competitive offers elsewhere on the open market. Uh, Dave, speaking of contracts, you want to talk about Art Rooney's comments about the Steelers contracts or at least lead into your article that's going to be running? Uh, yeah, it's just he, he made something. It's I, Do I really expect there to be a big change? No, I don't. But the, the fact that he acknowledged a problem, he did say, you know, maybe we do we, as much as the Steelers are up against the salary cap this year we might need to reconsider, maybe reconsider thinking about someday with the possibility of, if you know what I mean, how they do contracts and how they do restructures. I don't think they're going to change them that much. I just think maybe right now they're saying, you know how we took every single possible penny and, and restructured every player in order to gain as much salary cap last year. And all those guys only had one year left. So it all got pushed to this year. Yeah. We might not want to do that again. <laughs> you know, because that's that's what happened. Every player that they could, they they did they re, re they restructured every player last year, and now you have massive dead money hits. And he was basically saying, you know what, we're he, he said that this might be the worst salary cap situation they've ever dealt with. <laughs> so, which is which is true. You think so? You know, well, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. help that it went down. I mean, even honestly, even if the salary cap didn't go down. But remember, a lot of people were thinking that the salary cap this year was going to explode because of the new TV deal. And it's and but then that's now not the case. They're looking at that the following year. Who knows? Bottom line is they might need to reconsider. They might possibly need to someday reconsider thinking about doing things differently. Um, so he at least acknowledged that you might not want to kick the can too much. If the salary cap can just remain the same, mm -hmm. I think it's a win for Pittsburgh. Yeah, because they could manage that. If it goes down, even if it goes from 198 to 190, that's trouble. 
because they just don't have I mean, you're then you're talking cap casualties. So let's ask you this, Brian, we'll start with you. Who would be like a, a cap casualty that you could say you could see, okay, they're up against it. We got to let you go. We may not want to, but we have to for financial reasons. Who would be one of your cap casualties? Joe Hayden comes to mind. I might be wrong on the numbers. I mean, Dave's wincing, so I, I might be wrong, but I mean, you would think that uh, he's a guy that you that would suffer from that. Um, a guy that I also think that could suffer as a cap casualty would be a guy like Vince Williams. Especially, like I look at Vince Williams, and he's a good player, and he's still the heart and soul of that defense, but that would be a tough call. Dave, what about you? Any cap casualties on your mind? Well, you got to look at who's going to save you the most other than BTR. And if you look at all of those, well, technically, you know, you got the whole thing with TJ Watt that his contract isn't guaranteed until the start of the new league year. We're not, trust me, I'm not talking about his $10 million. If he plays on his fifth year option or $10 million, that's still a steal. So take that number out of there. That's why I'm not acknowledging that one. It's actually David DeCastro that you can save the most money with. Um, But I don't know that he... They have more inside information of how much he was dealing with injury this year rather than just how his play was going. Okay. You, you've got DeCastro, you've got Pouncey, and then um, Brian says Joe Hayden, who does have more dead money than what you would save. But at the same time, um, I, I just don't know if that's where they're going to go. Um, you could save a little bit more with Steven Nelson, but he's a guy I don't think that they should – they should cut. I think they should extend um, Joe Hayden. That's kind of tough to do when he's getting up there. So Brian might be right with that one. It's just that, that it, it's a hard decision with that one. Yeah. You know what? You bring up David DeCastro. I want to talk about this when we come off the break and his potential injuries. All right. So we'll be right back after this break. Stay tuned. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, don't go anywhere because we're not going anywhere. Be right back. 